Sit back, relax. It's a musical chat. We can all get along if we just sing this song. This versus that. Welcome back into another edition of This versus That, where we break down some music about what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. This is your host, Michael Leopold. And that, my good friend over there, is your other host, Bill Forness. So we, um, we like to take artists and musicians and songs and pit them up against each other. So then we let the audience pick, and then we pick, and we just sort of hash it out, talk about the artists, the music, and what it's like. This week we did Gone Too Soon was the theme where, you know, artists uh, left us too soon. They, they gave us some great tunes, and then they were gone. And um, we started off with Bob Marley or John Lennon. Wow. What happened? I'll tell you. First of all, this is a, this is a matchup I didn't anticipate. You know, when I woke up on Monday morning and, and you had this one out there, I, I was like, wow, I would have never thought to match these guys up. But it was brilliant in, in the fact that they were both iconic in their in their areas and and one in just rock and roll. But reggae, I mean, there's nobody bigger than Bob Marley. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I have to say huge influence by the Beatles, uh, me as a young man learning to fall in love with rock and roll. You know, there was Elvis, there was the Beatles, um, really probably two of the biggest ones that I listened to as, as a young kid. I, I think Sgt. Pepper's was one of the first albums my sisters were playing in, in their room on the on the portable phonograph, and I was jamming to that. Yeah. And then you go back, and listen, then I remember they got the Apple um, label Greatest Hits albums. I remember and, that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Went Help. through those like crazy. Help was one of my favorite songs. And so... You know, both of these guys die at a, at a pretty, you know, young age. One's in his 30s, one's right around 40, you know, ish. And, uh, you know, one's tragically murdered, one dies of cancer. You know, um, it, it, it it's never good when you want more from these artists, you know, and you just would love to see what they would have done. But for me, mm -hmm. you know, I think when I go hit that, hit that play, I'm going to Bob more than I'm going to You're John. Going to Bob Marley. I, and and, and right. it's mostly because when John went solo, while he's got some unbelievable great tunes, the the breath kind of he kind of lost me a little bit. Maybe it was because I was pretty young and not as idealistic as he had, you know, become when all that happened. So I it didn't land with me. Whereas maybe if I was a little older, Vietnam, all that stuff was yeah. a big thing. That might have resonated a little more. Where Bob that's just a soundtrack of joy for me. His music, it just makes me think of a good time with my friends, chilling, always hanging out, never in a bad mood when I'm listening to Bob. Let's go to some of these comments because I think some folks are agreeing with you. Uh, Brent Higley says, uh, Lennon's body of work is phenomenal. Okay, that's true. But give me a Rastaman Bob every day of the week and twice on, on Sunday, Sunday for pure <laughs> listening enjoyment. And uh, yeah, man, uh, Deborah, though, says uh, Baber, she says, Lennon, Imagine is one of my favorite songs. And you you got to, you know, and that goes back to some of that just 
It's deep. It's inspiring. Um, this stuff is going to make you think, yep. you know, and that's where, uh, you know, I got to agree with that, too. Joe Leroy says, Bob Marley, Lennon just seemed so arrogant after the Beatles broke up. Okay. okay. Listening to Marley puts me in an altogether different mood than Lennon. Uh, plus the fact that I can hear Yoko lurking in the back of every one of his songs. And let's be honest, F Yoko. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> well, the, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's funny. I I don't know if you saw what came out just recently, like in the last couple of days, that uh, Paul McCartney finally kind of came clean on going, hey, it was Johnny Boy. Right. That wanted the breakup, you know. We wa- we wanted right. to go on and make more music, and and John wanted to go off and, and and do his own thing, and you know, and it didn't need to get that ugly. But he said, Paul said, I had to protect what was ours, like a marriage was breaking up, and he said, and that's why I got the attorneys, and he said, and that's why everybody thinks I'm the one that caused all the problems, and he said, mm-hmm. my bandmates, you know, said they thought that I was being the problem back then too, but today they both had thanked me that I handled it the way I did for them financially, for everything that, that we did it the way we did it. Right. So it's interesting. I mean, how, all those years, everybody blames Yoko. Everybody blames Paul. It was John that wanted out. I see. Well, and so I guess my, my final choice on this would probably be Bob Marley. Just, just for the fact that I would have loved to have heard more of that music going forward. Uh, I had a good friend here in the St. Louis area named Jay Chambers who sang for the New World Spirits. We did some acoustic shows together, and he had this great um, ability of taking Bob Marley songs and uh, just taking them into an acoustic sort of very mellow uh, reggae vibe and sing the way he sang, you know, uh, the way Jay sings songs. And that opened me up to Bob in in a whole new sort of spectrum of a way of listening, which sometimes does it for me. And so with Lennon, it's like the the Beatles were huge, and maybe it would have been cooler if he was still with the Beatles. And then you would say, well, I'd kind of like to hear what more would have came from that. But that's not what we're talking about here. Right. And the reality is, is do you want more of what was being made at that time in the Guess not. So I'm going to say Bob Marley, and I, so I'll agree. What uh, the audience um, picked, Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley. Not won. surprised. All right, not surprised. All right, so we're moving on. Um, next up, this one got a lot of opinions. Uh, Freddie Mercury, which of course sang for Queen, or Jim Morrison, the the lead singer of the Doors. Um, so right out of the gate, if you're just comparing, you know, frontmen mm. for frontmen, yep. you know, I, I know people are going to fall in love with Freddie Mercury because he is just so dynamic and engaged with the audience and he's giving and taking and there's a relationship where Jim's a little more introspective, a little more like a poet, kind of mm. shy on stage, going totally into himself. It's, it's almost all about him and what he's vibing and how he's feeling and he's taking people on that journey if they want to go very much like an acid trip which we all know he was he was pretty big into yeah. um funny jim was a member of the 27 club yeah, the 27 you know seven club where a lot of these uh artists have uh checked out at that age and we'll get to a couple more in, in this list uh today but um you know i think 
you know, we got to see Freddie for quite a bit longer. You know, right. he, he made it, you know, into his 40s. Um, yeah, I'm not sure of so. the age. And, and uh, you know, we got a lot from Queen. And, and I enjoyed every moment of it. We didn't get as much from the doors, man. Mm-hmm. And and Riders on the Storm for me was just the tip of the iceberg of where they were headed. And that song still today for me when I hear that beginning, that opening and his voice that yeah. deep um oh my gosh, I I would love to hear more from the Lizard King okay. for sure. All right. I'm so definitely the audience chose Freddie uh Mercury. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not and, I'm know, not surprised. He's beloved. Yeah. Um and you know, let's see, uh Alex Cannon said as a front man, Freddie hands down. It's hard to even picture Morrison trying to pull off anything like Radio Gaga at Wembley. Of course. Of not. course. He's not <laughs> he's not going to do that. Like you just explained, it's two totally different front men. Yeah. Um completely different. I wish, and I'll say that if there were two bands I would have loved to have seen live, these two would have been at the top right, of the for list. for two totally different reasons. Two totally different reasons. Yeah. I'm going to go with you, though. Uh, we're, we're two for two. I'm going to go Jim Morrison, too, because I really wondered what if he would have cleaned it up? What if they would have got in with some producers and, I mean, some miraculous albums Four or five more albums. Right. I would have loved to have heard what would have came. Well, and th- he wasn't the only writer. That you know, light my fire wasn't. Oh, yeah, wasn't him. No. You know, I mean, th- there was some. There was yeah. some talent in that group for oh, sure. Yeah. And uh, absolutely would have loved to have, to have seen. I mean, I, I do like the the mystique of of the Jim Morrison story. Yeah. But man, as a as a as a fan, they had that kind of bluesy vibe too that I really dug. Um, and uh, I definitely, there were so many directions they could have gone. Yep. Yep. But um, let's move right along. This one, uh, not too much action on, but hey, still very tragic. Uh, Selena or Aaliyah. And, um, you know, the, uh, the audience, I, I've got Selena by one. Who do you got? I, you know... I had no context of Aaliyah when you put that one up there. I had to, I had to go seek it out. Mm-hmm. I went and listened, watched a couple of videos. I did the same with Selena. I had a, a, a sense of Selena because I saw the movie, you know, with uh, Jen and uh, J-Lo. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that gave me a little more background there. So I felt like I knew her a little better. Um, however, you know, musically, if I had to pick between the two, I would definitely lean a little bit more towards Aaliyah as the style of music that I would have enjoyed listening to more. While it's not my cup of tea and I'm not running to download it, I definitely vibed on it way better than yeah. than the Selena. Selena had a real um she was a crossover, right? So she's yeah. playing to uh, she she starts out in in South America or um Mexico and comes over you know, and she's American growing up as a kid, but her family's from Mexico. She gets big in, in um, kind of that cross crossover. And it had a folksy kind of Latin vibe, but bringing, you could hear undertones of like uh, trying to be towards Whitney Houston almost, uh, a, a Latina version of that. And um, I wasn't feeling it. Right. For me, so I, I'd go with Aaliyah on this one um, personally, 
but you know that's with very limited exposure. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm in the I'm in the same boat with you. We're three for three. I, I just would have liked to have heard more of what she would have done. And I saw her movie. She was in this uh, movie with DMX, and um, man, the name escapes me right now. But so her acting wasn't even that bad. She could have became a wonderful actress. I and and continued to sing. Who knows? I'd have liked to have seen more. Yeah, and Selena was into the fashion thing. I mean, both of these die tragic, right? One shot by the head of her fan club, and yeah. the other one dies in a plane crash, plane crash. right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those um, plane crashes. <laughs> and I think Aaliyah, you know, not, she'd probably be smiling now that R. Kelly's locked up because I think she was uh, kind of tied up into that, wasn't she? I actually think so. married to. She got married to R. Kelly so he could avoid statutory um, possible um, issues. I, so I think there was some... you know there there's definitely some some things going on there. But you don't want to see anybody go too early. Give herself a chance, um, you know, to to take that talent God gave her. So. Yep. So All right. hey, real quick, are we yeah. going to do the palate cleanser here and and, uh. and talk about? Uh, <laughs> you, you dropped a great meme that week and. Uh, for what songs do you want to be played at your funeral? At your funeral. Yeah, right. Tell should, me you haven't should, thought about that. I, oh, I've thought about it for sure. But it's it's always, with with me, honestly, it comes down to my mood that week. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, you know, there's some spirituals I'd love to hear, you know, like Amazing Grace. But it comes down to a weekly sort of thing. Like, what mood am I in? Because sometimes, man, it could be a Megadeth song. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to be Tool or, you know what That's I mean? So or it's something nice and, and sweet. It's it's a it's it, it's something from Michael Jackson. You know, it's I right. don't know. No, that, don't that's all know. fair. It's funny because obviously, you know, I, I, I have uh, faith in my background growing up and 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 as an adult and so there are some hymn classics that i absolutely want played at my funeral but when i'm thinking about this i'm thinking about what what popular music right. do i want played right and so I, I my kids i have four of them know be so my wife won't forget what three songs i want played i want played one on the way in one in the middle maybe during communion and then one on the way out the door right okay so on the way in for me it's got to be, I still haven't found what I'm looking for by you two. There, there's, that is a gospel song, and it is that I still haven't found what I'm looking for. While I'm on this earth, it's like I'm searching and searching and searching for that purpose, that meaning, that, that, that relationship with my higher power, or whatever it is, and it's achieved when I get to move on to the next life. So that, that's kind of a nice, there's an irony to it a little bit, you know, that, while you're here on this earth, it's, it's just that constant searching and searching for more, more, more knowledge, more spirituality, more. So that's why mm -hmm. I like that song. And then Love's Recovery by the Indigo Girls. Um, that one just is uh, about, you know, for me, that what this whole life's about is love and, and love and lost um, how love can be recovered, how, how we can make amends, how we can, look back at our life and, and, and really appreciate the mistakes that we made and how that took us on a road that we wouldn't have seen some of the things we've seen if we didn't screw up like that, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so that's all part of the story. And mm -hmm. then lastly, it's for me, the Beach Boys and the, the, the wall of sound doing God only knows <laughs> that is just, I, I want everybody smiling on the way out. And I want to know, everybody know that, you know, pretty much for me, and I know this song isn't necessarily about that, but I wouldn't be anything without my maker and, and without that that uh, 
all the gift of grace that I was given. And so that, that's why that song out the door. Let's throw some of these other folks who put theirs out here so yeah, that right we can on. hear. Gina Hart, Joe Diffie, prop me up beside the jukebox when I die. <laughs> I love Gina. I love that one. <laughs> Michael Myers, Man in the Box by Allison Chains. Uh-oh. Some folks got funny. Yeah. Tammy Jones said Over the Rainbow by Judy Garland. That's Andy wonderful. Smith has Your Next by Your. Jimmy Witherspoon. That's a good one. <laughs> That's good. And I still, I, I think, uh, oh, Joe LaRoy said Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Now, that would be kind of nice, you yeah, know? Absolutely. I, I like Knights, uh, Knights of White Satin. Uh, you have told really me that. that uh, yeah, one, I really do, man. I, I, powerful. I want the big, powerful vocals. Right on. Sometimes. Right on. I don't know. I like Tom Lombardo with You Can't Always Get What You Want, which obviously, that's a, that's a classic. <laughs> but then after that, One Step Beyond by Madness. I mean, just brilliant. <laughs> that's great. All right. Well, All right. perfect. Let's move on. We got uh, the next matchup was between Patsy Cline or Otis Redding. Dude, what do you think? I think Who do you this, think got I think who won this, this? I think this was maybe the toughest one for me. Um because I love both these artists. Yep. And they Oh my goodness. I mean, both plane crashes, so I thought that was kind of I, I don't even know if you thought about that when you paired these I up sure that didn't. they died in the same way. I didn't. Um you know, Patsy is just finally coming into her own, but she hadn't hadn't even achieved it yet yet she left us so many iconic songs you know for me you know walking after midnight is is my patsy song i mean i love crazy and i love you know the all the other but but walking after midnight is when i think of her that sway it's almost like a a waltz at night you know kind Mm -hmm. of a thing i just i just dig that whole vibe and it's got a little swing to it yeah um i like fall to pieces right on that's my number and Otis Redding, I mean, what a light and a and a flash across the sky and then gone. I mean, this guy, I don't know that there's a song that he let out that isn't a classic instantly. P- still played in movies, still referenced, still copied, still played mm-hmm. Mr. Pitiful, right. Try a Little Tenderness. That's my favorite. Um, Take Me to the River. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. He has got... I, how can one guy so briefly deliver so many just unbelievable tunes? So, who do you got? Mm, I got to go for me, Patsy. In the end, it's got to be Patsy. Yeah. See, I'm going to agree with you too because uh, I got to say that I think uh, we got a lot of good, good work out of Otis Redding, and uh, not to say that it wouldn't continue to be good. So that's tough to think about. But Patsy Cline, it seemed like there could have been a whole lot more. Um, well, he was like Babe Ruth. I mean, he crushed just about everything he did. So what was there left to do? <laughs> I, it, it was really good. I mean, there was a lot there. And, and like you say, a lot of folks are still covering it, doing it their way even. And, and so that, to me, is a is is very much the definition of a timeless song mm-hmm. when people can just do it in other styles. And so... Even though Patsy Cline was definitely, man, that's tough, man. It I'm is. almost talking myself Stuff right out of it. Out of it. Right, I'm almost right. Talking to I, it was, out of it. it was hard for me to, to uh, pick one here. Man. It really was. Yeah, that's hard to. But say. I, I think I'm with you in the sense that, 
she had she had more to learn and more to grow maybe um and and so there was a lot of opportunity yeah. and and that's not that i'm no disrespect to otis who who i'm sure would have just delivered as many powerful songs and 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 you know right. new hits as, as he went along but man hard that's a yeah, that's, that's a tough one i agree with you it's it's the uh it's the toughest yeah um and then the last one of the week, we had Janis Joplin or Jimi Hendrix. Wow, what the what the folks say? Do you know? Yeah, I I think that uh, Jimmy gets this one pretty big, <laughs> but there's no disrespect to Janis because I know we've got you know Janis in another um, in another episode where where she gets a lot of props, you know. Um, right. And uh, in this one in particular, she's just paired up against a, a, a genius, you know, who who was so raw. And maybe wasn't the 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 singer that Janice was, and 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 this is where I think for me, where the things diverge, and, and it's hard for me to pick is Jimmy's guitar licks, his, his guitar playing, the prowess, the the genius of that is where everybody falls towards him. It's not about his singing. Yes, he's got great songs, he's got a good voice, but it's yep. not about that. It, it's about it's about his playing, right? You move to Janice, and you can say, oh, she didn't play an instrument. I'd argue that, that her voice was the instrument. I mean, the places that that voice could go, mm -hmm. that high, scratchy, kind of piercing shriek right. down to that breathy, kind of bluesy, throaty, you know, almost like a jazz singer, you know. Was um, she 27? She was 20. They both were. Okay. They both were. So um, both substances, you know, yeah. lead lead to the, the demise and, uh, you know, very unfortunate. And I think they only died. It was a month apart. One was September. One was October of the same year. And so they were wow. in lockstep. So All heaven right. got lucky that day. Wow. Though, There's because, a jam session oh, going on. Absolutely. There? So at the end of the day, who do you got? I mean. You know what? I think my instinct was to go to Jimmy, but I think I've just talked myself into Janice because of her voice, because okay. of I, I just would love to have seen her get with a, a producer as she evolved and grew to see all the different. She could have been an Amy Winehouse meets uh meets a who knows like, yeah, right. Patsy Cline even, you because know, because you come out of that era. And things really changed, and who knows? A, 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 even a different musical style, different producer comes in, right. and it's ten years later. What is Janice doing? Right. What kind? What if she would have went into disco? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, Nick Duncan, uh, he agrees with you. I prefer Janice because I'm more into singers than guitarists. All right. I'm naturally more of a singer as well, even though I'm pretty a decent guitar player. Thanks, Nick. And uh, Tony Campanella. Janice was Tony. a great voice in her time. Jimmy changed the game of electric guitar for every generation after him. It must be Jimmy, he says. It's hard to argue um, with Tony. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to guitars. Nope, and that's right. Uh, Danny Valentine, Jimmy changed music forever, but my personal choice would be Janice. I'm going with you, Danny. I'm going with you, uh, Michael. Um, and Nick, man, I'm going, I, I, I would have, cause here's the thing. So he did change the game and I am a guitar player and I definitely, uh, am blown away by his guitar playing. Do I think that he would have continued to go 
in into so like so let's say it's 10 years later what's mm-hmm. he doing probably the i'm i'm going to say some of the same stuff guitar playing skills um they kind of get to a place and and there they kind of are i don't know what else you're going to do i mean i understand you're playing the guitar behind your back playing with your teeth and all and that kind of thing um i i just don't know the the licks were cool don't get me wrong but janice the voice I wonder where it is 10 years from now. That's just me. I would have liked to have seen where both would have went at the end of the day. But uh, but I think it would have been interesting to see Janice go into a different style of music. What were, Where would her, her voice have lended to? Because the screaming and stuff ends the older you get. Right. And all of a sudden, you're in your realm. You're in your wheelhouse. And uh, and what would the songs have sounded like? I don't know. That's you know, it's funny. Uh, one last one from one of our fans out there, Gary Huddy. He said, "Just listen to Marcus King, and you can have a little of them both in a really cool guy that's alive." Marcus <laughs> King, he's good. That's he good. Is. If you haven't heard Marcus King, folks, get out there and check yeah, him out. He's a I new t- guy. Blowing I had up never the heard touring. of him. I turned him on, and all my friend Tony Campanella yep. told me he saw him when he went to see Chris Robbins with Black Crows doing like a solo thing, and he had this kid playing with him and he was like he said i stopped in my tracks i'm like who is this and he is he's unreal i i turned him on even to my daughters and they love him so you know that says a lot when it can hit those generations so cross generations folks that's the end of this week's uh make sure you catch us on youtube and anchor and and spotify Spotify. we're on we're moving on up (laughs) You know, to the city, to the city. Hey, man, uh, thank you all for joining us once again. And we'll see you next time on this versus that that have a good one. This versus that. This versus that. Sit back, relax. It's a musical chat. We can all get along if we just sing this song, this verse is that.